Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, this is October's very owned, the only podcast... Uh, that I know of, anyway, that talks exclusively about Drake. Are there other podcasts that talk only about Drake? Not that I'm aware This of. is the first one. This is the first. And, and therefore, the best one. Yeah. I mean, that's it's the best one. And well, take that. I'm aware of one. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I should introduce everybody on the microphones. I'm Dan Ozzy from Noisy. With me is Eric Sunderman, the editor-in-chief of Noisy. And our guest today is Rob McRae from Viceland. You know of another... Yes, Drake podcast. There, at least there was for a while. Is it just Drake talking about himself? <laughs> this is it's OVO sound, is what you're thinking of. No, I don't think that's what I'm thinking <laughs> of. But, and I don't want to like get it wrong, but I feel like there was one out there. Was well, it, does it have as good of a name as fuck October's them. very own? <laughs> no, no, fuck nobody. Peace. This is about Drake, okay? It's true. This is about peace. Well, so what are we talking about today, Dan? Drake. Okay. All are right. we going to start every episode? Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, um, we're talking about Drake, as we are the only podcast that talks exclusively mm-hmm. to Drake, Singular. except maybe for this one that Rob knows of that he can't remember the title of. Um. Yeah, so what are we talking about today? Well, today we're talking about... Previously, in an, in an earlier episode, we talked about uh, Drake the meme because he is a very memeable human being. He's a he's human a sentient meme. meme. Yeah, he's like a meme with feelings. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about those feelings today because we didn't even scratch the surface. I'm realizing, listening back, we didn't even talk about uh, uh, if you're reading this memes. Yeah, that became a huge one. You could design your own, you make album your cover. own. If yeah. you're reading this, I reading left this. the plums. If you're reading this, this is a great podcast. Oh. <laughs> ah. Hey. A little self-plug if on you're the podcast. listening to this. If you're listening, you're welcome yeah. for this great podcast. Do you think Drake's listening right now? I hope he's listening. Yeah. Drake, are you listening right now? Obs. <laughs> Every episode we're going to ask Drake, are you out there, Drake? <laughs> you out it's there? us, noisy. Every time I ask, are you listening, I feel like, like, his voice, like God's, is just going to pipe in like, yes, Dan, I hear you. <laughs> like, oh, nice, nice. <laughs> He's right, everywhere. Cool. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Drake is everywhere. Drake, if you come on the podcast, you can talk about whatever you want. It doesn't even have to be Drake because you're on the podcast, about, so that you can, fits. You can just sit here in silence. Yeah, because it's already a Drake podcast by you being on it. Yeah. So we can talk about anything. We can talk about the Raptors. We can talk about uh, 
I don't know. If Drake had a podcast, what would he talk about? Vape tricks. Vape, yeah, vape tricks. tricks, for sure. Talk about vape tricks. That, that translates so well to an audio podcast, yeah. so I can see him going for that. <laughs> I mean, he can talk about, like, the technique and all that, and the yeah. history. The history of vaping with Drake. <laughs> a lot of people don't know, uh, guys, that the ancient Egyptians invented vapes, uh, so, yeah. No, they didn't. This is me being Drake. Oh, okay. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. It's not sense. a good Drake impression. Yeah, you got to work, work on your... impression's not going to You got to work on your Aubrey. It's not going to get better. So what are we going to talk about today? Drake. <laughs> <laughs> sad Drake. Today, yeah, sad Drake. Dra- we're talking Drake. about the the meme or just the, the existence of sad Drake because I know that this sad Drake as a meme exists. I am a layman who knows nothing. How did this start? Like, where did crying Drake come from? Why is Drake sad? Why, Why is, is Drake sad? sad? He's got, he's so he's got everything, it seems like. You know, I don't know if I if you can pinpoint, like, a beginning. There's no genesis. For There's no genesis for it. Um, but I think, well, I mean, maybe the genesis of it is just the beginning of Drake's career. But, like... Maybe I, the genesis is the band genesis. Like, yeah. maybe he heard Phil Collins. He heard Phil Collins. Night, and he's like, fuck... I'm sad now. I bet he, well, I mean, I can feel yeah. Coming in the <laughs> That's a weird. We can't get that clear, man. Come on. Um, yeah, man. Come on. No, okay, just bleep that. Uh, I think uh, I butchered it so bad that yeah, it's fine. It's, um, but I think it, it began with him being like this emo or or this like a, a rapper who, even though it existed in rap before Drake, but kind of like fearlessly rapping about his feelings and like what would be perceived to be kind of soft feelings or like relationships or, um, you know, that that. This stuff. is the charitable version. By this the is way. the charitable version. So uh, that that's kind. Of, I mean, that that's kind of where it began. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's just because he was a quote unquote rapper and he was rapping about his feelings and yeah. things that aren't like necessarily macho or masculine yeah. in the what people perceive rap to be mm-hmm. sense. I guess that's how it started. But I mean, he's at he. His music sometimes sounds sad, but when you really listen to like what he's saying, you're like, "This is ridiculous!" Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, for example, Hotline Bling. Yeah. That's an easy one mm-hmm. off the top. It's supposed to kind of be a sad song. It's a banger, but it's supposed to be kind of sad. It's so, longing. It's longing for this, you know, this woman that he no longer has anymore, is not in his life or whatever. But, like, the lyrics are all about how she's just, like, having a great time and, like, hanging out with her friends and partying and seems like she seems like she's doing pretty good. Like, I guess that's you can be sad about that, but that's a little weird. Like, that's a little weird to be sad about. Maybe that's not what he's sad about. But I think it's what he's I think he's he's sad because he doesn't have her anymore. And right. So and all she's of Drake's happy. sadness stems from women. I mean, a lot of it does mm. if you want to take it at face value. Yeah, I think it's it's it, his sadness. I mean, I think that the f- the first time that I re- that like when I was like I connected with a Drake song on like being I can't wait sad to yeah. was probably Marvin's Room. Like that probably off of Take Care. Which that was, was the one where he was like. Uh, Drake, it's your cousin Marvin's Barry. Yeah, that, listen to this. That's exactly how it okay. goes. Uh-huh. Um, it does involve a phone. He was close. Yeah, he do- does involve okay. a phone, but he, he plays um, a voicemail from like like a drunk voicemail from a previous lover, um, and raps about 
the nostalgia and feelings that he has for that relationship. And it's like relatable super relatable but like but like also it's super corny it's also like like, that's a good song though it's a great song song. that song slaps spiteful again though because it's like you know he's just saying you know i know you think about the times we had still and all this shit and you know he's trying to kind of like rubber face in it a little bit even though he's the one that's sad yeah well i think what's interesting too is like in throughout the evolution of drake's career i think there's been this feeling or or understanding where it's like Drake is just kind of like a self-centered asshole like and that's coming out more and more and more and more in his music um and it's like you you're he's like the the like like the good guy you know I'm doing air quotes right now like the good guy where it's like oh like I'm so, so like I, I'm so hurt or like I'm so like messed up about what you did like he's trying to like show that he understands but by doing that, he he he's actually being a self-centered asshole, you know. Like he's not, like like everything is coming from this like spiteful kind of like like angry. It's all about me. It's all about me and my feelings. And I mean, and he is he, the artist. True, true. He's the boy. Supposed to write about somebody else's feelings. <laughs> I mean, um, I want to <laughs> just run this by you guys on. Mike.com, there is an article called, (laughs) I feel like you would love this headline, Eric, 10 Drake lyrics that prove sad Drake slash is the best Drake. (laughs) There's just like a dash in the middle. Okay. So here's here's theirs. You guys tell me if if you guys think these are the preeminent ones. From fear, you know I spend money because spending time is hopeless. And na- and know I pop bottles because I bottle my emotions. Dang. Oh, get the hell! <laughs> I mean, that's like a perfect example of it, where it's just like what? What? But he uh, bottles his emotions. Bottles his emotions. He he's re- he's trying to connect with he's you. Trying Rob. to connect. But again, it's coming from like his perspective, like his like it's me. Like I do this. I'm like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm just like he's just like a like a like a teenage boy, you know, like who never really, like he got burned like and stunted a little bit. Yeah, maybe? I think maybe. so. Yeah, you know. Let's get. Let's have another. Yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. We... Well, I'm I'm skipping some of them. Yeah. Uh, number three, I'm scared that every girl I care for will find a better man and end up happier in the long run. See, that seems Wait, fucking what? selfish. Yeah, that's that, from that's... Missing You Remix. That's a perfect example. It's just like, hey, um, you need to learn to champion other people's happiness and success. Absolutely. And like, if you're, not, if it's not going to work out with a woman, the best you can hope for is that like she lands on her feet and she's happy. Drake, if you Why love you something, take that from her? let it let go. go. See, he's the he's the kind of guy who like um, he'll break up with a girl. And then, like, move on. And then, like, as soon as he catches wind that, like, she's starting to see somebody else, he'll yeah, pop up right. and be like, oh, what are you doing? I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you. Absolutely, like, yeah. I miss the way we were. That's, like, probably a song that we're not even thinking of. That's, like, that's like every single song that Drake's ever made about a former lover. Yeah. That's Marvin's Room, pretty much. That is pretty much Marvin's Room. It's pretty much Hotline Bling, too. Yeah, it's pretty much everything. That Drake's done. So I, I think Dan's hitting on something. Yeah, he's, he's coming in late. Yeah, yeah, I'm Drake woke right now. Yeah, that third owl is yeah. opening. Oh man, oh. Hey, this is a number six is a lyric that just could have been straight from an American football song. 
that's an emo band. Yeah. Oh yeah, an, an I'm American aware. emo rock band. Yeah. I saw them live. Oh, who's more emo, American <laughs> football or Drake? Uh, I don't think, I don't think the American football think guys are Drake. that. Set. Yeah, I think I so think too. Drake's more emo than American football. Uh, where did the other half of my heart go? Why am I in bed alone? <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy though? I gotta say, I think that song "Hate Sleeping Alone" is very underrated. That song rules. Well, I love that there's, song. There's. Oh, that's the next one on this. I just hate sleeping alone from Hate Sleeping Alone. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice choice, Mike.com. Shameless <laughs> <Yeah>. writer. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's another good example of sad Drake. Here's another, here's another, like, I want you back, Drake. Uh, you're still the one that I adore. Ain't much out there to have feelings for. See that, like, he's just, he's just gonna do that. He's just, also, I forgot to mention that he's the kind of guy who breaks up with a girl, then she moves on, then she's seeing somebody else, and then he hits her up, and then as soon as she's interested again and like dumps the other guy, he's like, "Oh, actually, I've been thinking about it, and like focus maybe we weren't me. meant to be together, and like maybe I should, I you should just focus on you right now." Yeah, focus on you. Right yeah, now. I mean, there's a lot of people who like want what they can't have, sort of, and only want it when they can't have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe he's one of those people. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to pin this all on Drake is the the epitome or the worst person in the world or whatever. Like, well, and I think that's why his music is so relatable in a lot of ways, or why his music is is has resonated with so many different people because I think every Every person probably feels that way at some point or another, and they just like it, it's kind of a fucked up thing to vocalize. Maybe, maybe sometimes Drake's music speaks to your worst self. Absolutely, you know what I mean. In the sense that you're on there your are worst times. behavior. Yep. <laughs> thanks, thanks again, music journalist Erickson. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW. Can I, can I ask you guys, um, do you think that Drake, because like we've been talking about, like uh, we just talked about the emo hip hop crossover. Uh, one of our staff writers in the UK, Emma Garland, one time wrote an article 
naming Take Care the best emo album of our generation. Terrific writer, by the way. Yeah, great writer. Got a, got a lot of angry uh, middle-aged men ang- uh, pissed off with that. It was wonderful. Um, but I guess my question is, do you think that Drake has ever heard albums by, like, American football? Because I feel like if he hasn't, that would blow his mind. I think he definitely has. You think so? Yeah, I think he's he's... He listens to a lot of music. (laughs) If he he wasn't into that music when he was younger or if he wasn't listening to that stuff before, I think his rise to, like, superstardom and him being on this level with, like, Kanye, which I think is fair, would force him to listen to, like, different kinds of music because, like, that's what, like, Kanye does. You know what I mean? And I think there's a little part of him that's, like, probably keeping track of, like, what his peers are doing. So even if he wasn't before, he definitely has heard like an American football song Drake, right now. If you're listening, I have a fairly rare Promise Ring 7-inch. It is yours if you just come on the podcast. That sounds just, super sexual if you didn't know anything about music. <laughs> sure. It's a, it's a record, Rob. Okay. Uh, and, it's, and it's Drake's. Yeah. All he's got to do is right. fly us out just to his come place. Come on. We'll record a podcast. Down. Rye the ATM, and that's it. <laughs> and we'll listen to the seven inch. Yeah. Well, so I think I think it was an interesting discussion to be had, though. Like, why? Like, kind of going what we were talking about. Why is why does Drake resonate? Why does his emo lyrics or this like weird side of him? Why does it resonate with people? Why does it cause there to be articles on the internet like this that are like? Sad Drake is the best Drake. Why does it spawn whole podcasts? Why does it spawn whole episodes of podcasts? Yeah. I mean, I think he's a fascinating guy in a lot of ways. I can't even really verbalize exactly why, but he's got a lot of he's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, lot, but nobody was ever like, you know, like, oh man, you gotta hear this sad Onyx song. Right. Like he was yeah. the first guy to be like, like Biggie. Like, yeah, yeah. like And that that makes me wonder, like, do you think like really like hardened rappers like do you think dmx will hear drake and be like oh that's too soft or do you think he'll hear drake and be like man he said what i was thinking but was too scared to say because i bottle my emotions and i mask them behind like dog barking yeah. well i mean I, i'm not gonna claim any knowing anything what dmx is thinking i feel like his opinions <laughs> on drake were like public at one point yeah. but i don't remember dmx exactly. probably hates drake i, you think I, so? I, I feel like he you th- you don't think even in in he's like he'll do an interview you know and he'll be like no like drake's not real hip-hop like fuck drake and then he'll be like okay thank you for your time and then he'll go home and like close the door Listen and then take take care out and he'll listen to it. it I mean, he might. Well, and I think that there's a lot of, and I've talked about this on this podcast previously, but I think that there's a lot of closet Drake fans who who will not admit to liking his music because it resonates with them in a way that maybe makes them feel like because Drake kind of has done a good job of kind of deconstructing a little bit about like what traditional masculinity is supposed to be as far as like with how his music works and and I think that there's like he, you know like Mr. Tough Guy who goes to the gym all the time and like listens to like real hip hop like they don't want to admit that maybe they like the sound of 
Marvin's room because like from a son like it sounds good. I was just know? gonna say a lot of his music, it's not even so much of what he's saying is so sad. It's just sonically it's sad. Like sonically it sets a certain kind of mood. Right, exactly. Yeah, like like look what you've done. Like pretty much all of I think Take Care is my favorite Drake record. Mine but too. like like I think that that record is kind of like stitched together in this weird way where it kind of like channels like this kind of emotional side for the lack of a better word and it kind of it's really like um cocky at times but it's really vulnerable at times it's like selfish at times and a lot of it is not the lyrics again it's sometimes it's in spite of the lyrics yeah sometimes it's really in spite of the lyrics and so i think when we're talking about this drake sound or the sad drake thing too i think there's something to consider with like his production team as well, like 40 shaping the sound and and what that means. And I think it's interesting because I think you saw the tipping point with Drake last year when Views came out in this in this way where I don't like it was like it got it went too far. Like like it was too self-centered. It was too indulgent. It was like it wasn't there wasn't any self-awareness and it was just like felt bloated. It was really bloated and like he 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 he, he everything mattered so much and because of that it just like was like really lame. And 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 so I I I think that there's an interesting Thing that happens to music fans as listeners while kind of processing all of this, you know. So I also think Drake understands our generation maybe better than any other. Well, I don't know, but he he's he really understands our generation from like a millennial perspective, and 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 like what why we look at our phone when we're in the club, you know, or like what and and then he raps about that, and so it like it's it like connects, it on connects some level. you know. <laughs> Um, what about the uh, when he got like thinking about the Anaconda video when he got like he just like agreed to be clowned and then like embraced it he's like no that fits in with my brand like me right. getting like teased by a woman and then like she walks away like I'm that's, just, that's I'm just me stuck on the phrase thinking about the Anaconda yeah. video <laughs> like that was just a funny just over here, um, funny segue think about the Anaconda about the video, video. No, well, I think actually, that's a because I was example. looking at Drake looking sad dot Tumblr, right? And they're they're big into that scene, as you can yeah. imagine. Lots of things there to pick yeah. apart. Well, also, there's arguably nobody better in pop culture that just looks sad, like looks funny, and while he's sad, he he you know? his resting looks, face is kind of like the sad emoji. Yeah, he's just like bum. One of those frowny faces. Not the frowny, but the one that's just like. This is great for an audio podcast, by the way. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> oh, that one. Mm. That one. Mm. If you could see it, you. Would get <laughs> yeah, it. I'm yeah. doing a dead-on impression. Yeah, he looks yeah. exactly like, like the emoji. This emoji. Mm. I that's think him. that's it. it's, and it's like you could just take a picture of Drake sitting there, and it, and it would. I just like yeah. though that Drake has never been like, like his hip hop persona has never been one to front about like. I went to prison. Like I did this hard time. I did but this. I think that's why he leans into the sad yeah. part because he's like, I don't have the teardrop tattoos. These are real teardrops, baby. Like I didn't, I didn't do any time. I'm just from. I'm just a. I'm just a guy. I was on the grassy. Maybe yeah. you guys saw it. I was wheelchair well, Jimmy. And I think that this actually has played into his ability to cross over to such like huge mainstream success. Like I have a theory that pretty much Drake. And maybe we'll do this as a as a different podcast, but Drake and Taylor Swift are pretty much the same 
like they, they, well, there's an episode yeah. for the future. <laughs> yes, they, but because they both like make this music that is so digestible in a lot of ways, and so um, because Drake's not fronting in like these ways that like maybe traditional rap always did. Um, he 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 was. It, it's more accessible to maybe people who aren't of the rap background. Like I'm. Like if you go to a Big Ten um, school, like college town, you know, like, and you go out on a Saturday night, you're gonna hear like Drake songs, and you're gonna like be hanging around with like white girls who are listening to Drake, you know. And like, I think that that was it was a he was able to tap into like a much wider listenership, and that helped propel him to do you prefer do you prefer sad drake or cocky drake i think there's only two drake modes pretty much yeah either sad drake or cocky drake i don't know i like i like i think i like i think one informs the other you can't have sad drake without cocky drake cocky drake goes too far yeah and then all of a sudden he's sad he's sad sad drake sad that is how that works Mm -hmm. too much hubris and then all of a sudden he's flying too close to the sun on the wings made of champagne poppy right Those those owl wings of wax. Those owl wings of wax. What do you think the saddest Drake song is? See, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, according to (laughs) Mike.com. I don't know, man. That's hard. Yeah. I mean, Marvin's Room is probably up there. Marvin's Room. But that just comes to mind because it's like a very popular song. You guys keep referencing that, so I'm going to just look up. I'm just gonna look up the lyrics for that because all I can think of is the. Back it's just of the like the scene. sound of it is yeah. so like atmospherically yeah. sad. Yeah, it's just like very sparse. It's very like mm-hmm. it's kind of stitched it's, together. Yeah, it's like quiet. There's like all this kind of like ambient it's, noise. It sounds like you're sitting in a dark room. Yeah. when you're right. listening to Marvin's room, and then he and then he's like he kind of raps about like remember when we used to sit around and talk about bitches that yeah, we well, the, the one had. is I think <laughs> I think I'm addicted to naked pictures. Yeah. I love that line. That's good. I love that line so much because he's just it's something I something about it is weirdly innocent cuz he's just like I could be watching porn but I think I just like naked ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just like the picture. <laughs> no longer, the, no longer the saddest Drake song. I can't get that out of my head now. Uh, and sitting talking about the B word, won't say it on the air. Yeah. I won't. That we almost had. I don't think I'm conscious of making monsters out of the women that I sponsor till it all goes bad. But you see, even in that it's line, all good. But it's all good. <laughs> even in that line, though, he's talking about being kind of self-aware about villainizing these women who are just li- living their lives yeah. but he also throws in the fact that he sponsors them that he pays for their lifestyle so he's like villainizing them while yeah. saying like I recognize that I villainize these hoes so basically aware. you know what I mean Sorry. like he's not he's not being subtle about that I've never heard this song obviously I'm the best person to be co-hosting this Drake exclusive podcast but I love this line so much where he says I've had sex four times this week yeah yeah, he had. He did. He had sex four times. I had sex four times. Dude, four he counted. Times. He counted each one. He do you sounds... think if Do you think if Take Care came out now, it would have would have the same? Renaissance? It didn't like, come Renaissance. out that long ago, but somehow I think it wouldn't. Yeah, same. People are always going to be sad though. I still American like football it, put out a didn't... new album. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, people are always sad. 
But yeah, I don't know if it would hold up as well. I think he, I think he has kind of a path that he's following, like yeah. a career arc that makes sense. Now he's in like party Drake mode. Like he's like he's just having fun. Like that's his thing now. Like he's just listening to dance hall and making dance hall. Well, songs. I think that was an overcorrection to what you were talking about earlier with mm-hmm. views being overly serious. And then he's like, all right, well the next thing is not even going to be an album. It's going to be a playlist. Yeah, and it's more life. It's just casual, you know. Yeah. Like it's just like something I threw together for you yeah you the fans you the fans more life yeah. i just curated i don't have anything to say but you guys are talking life. like this so i want to do it too <laughs> yeah. yeah just I curated this playlist but it's yeah. all good yeah <laughs> grime well, ting yeah it's, that's the end of our episode it's a yeah. sad ting yeah <laughs> sad ting that it's over. uh well i don't feel any sadder and i also don't feel any happier so here we are here we are we got nowhere we just walked in a circle but Drake, if you're listening, come on the podcast. Tell us why you're so sad. Maybe it'll cheer you up. I don't know. We're pretty nice guys. October's and very owned. October's very owned. See you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.